In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about successful project management. What are the key things you need to put in place to try to make the projects that you get your team involved with a flying success and to make sure that people stay on point and really importantly, you deliver something of real value to your company at the end. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about successful project management. And this all stems from a appraisal that I did with one of my staff yesterday. And in that appraisal, which we do every six months, I always ask the question. So can you tell me about a project or situation you're in that went well and how you and your what you did benefited that project and made it a success? And also, what can you tell me about a project that didn't go so well? And again, what your influence or your um, input was in that project that made it not go so well. And the one thing that came up in this conversation, which I think was a really powerful thing to come from one of my virtual assistants, she's based in the Philippines. And what she said was, we recently did a hiring for a new member of staff and we had the selection of who we were going to pick after we got our shortlist. And I left it up to the gang to deal with this. It was going to be an assistant for those for, for the existing team to use. And so I wanted to make sure they were happy with the person that we were going to pick. And so they then went, went away and found an absolutely brilliant new member of staff. And she's commented to say, this went really successful. She's been absolutely fabulous as a new member of staff. And I said, well, why? What was it that made that a success? And she said, we were totally clear on what your company or what the company's values are or what the vision is for the company. And that allowed us to pick the right person based on having solid values in or knowing what those solid values are in the company, because we could distinguish who matched up with those values. And we're also totally clear on what the role was that we were hiring for, because we defined a job description and the responsibilities that person was going to have and the sort of tasks they were going to do. So we were totally clear on the type of person we wanted, and we're totally clear on what the type of what the person was going to do. So if you put that into the context of just a general project, having a clear vision of what your company's values are and where you're going with it allows you to know, is this project taking me one step closer or is this hiring taking me one step closer to reaching my vision, reaching my goals? Because if it is, then it's the right thing to do. And if it's not, then you need to either scrap the project or adjust it so it does take you closer to your vision. So putting some time in to think about what your company values are and your company vision just permeate into everything you do in your business, whether it's hiring a new member of staff or you know, starting a new project, coming up with your quarterly goals, all goes back to what your vision is, what your purpose is, and what your, your long-term goals are for the company. So that's the first thing. And the second thing, again, more general, talking about it from a general point of view, is about project management. So when you're starting a project and you want to involve other people in it, it's really tempting just to sort of kick off and get going. Yeah, yeah, let's just, you know, crack on. The only way to get going or get to the end is actually to start. But if you do that and you just sort of go, you know, jump in at the deep end or go head on down, whatever the expression is, then you can end up getting, you know, a week in, two weeks in, and it's not really clear to anyone where this project's going. And what 
are we actually aiming at? What are the specifics we should be doing? When should things be delivered? What are the most prior high priority parts of this project? Which should be done first? Which can wait a little bit of time? And so one of the best things that we've done over the past couple of years is to start introduce a vision board for a project. And it sounds a bit crazy, but the idea is that before we even take the first step into a project, we think, yo, this is something we might want to do. So maybe it's like we're going to uh, launch a new course. Maybe we're going to add a new module. Maybe we're going to um, look at a new app or maybe we're going to do whatever it is in the company you're going to do. And we say, okay, so who is it that's going to be using this? Is it going to be clients? Is it going to be staff? Is it going to be management? Who is it's going to be using this? What problems are we having at the moment that this is going to solve? So maybe it is we don't have you know, the ability to, I don't know, transcribe our videos, whatever it is. So we maybe we're looking for a solution to or a project to get us towards that. Maybe it's about publishing our podcast, which we recently had a project for, about creating, you know, going from creating a podcast to actually getting out there, promotion, promoting it, putting it onto YouTube, putting it into social media. So that was a project about promoting our podcast. And so the problem is we don't have that. We don't have a solution to do that. And so the, so then the solution is what is the project? So what are we going to actually create the end and then really importantly, what is the business objective for doing this? So the four things just to recap are who are the target users, what problems does this solve, what is the solution, and what is the business objective for it? And then overriding all that is the vision for the project. So it's like, as a high level, what, why, are we over, why are we undertaking this project? And what is the overall objective and desired outcome? And so once you've defined that, and, and ideally you do that with the team that are going to be actually working on that particular project. So you work together with them. What you may, I often do is to, to sort of sort of map it out, put my ideas down, and then have a meeting with somebody who, or with a team that are going to be involved in doing it, whether that's one person or two or five people, and then just go through this again and make sure everybody is 100% clear on the reasons why you're doing it, what the problems are going to be solved, what the solution is, and then what is the actual business objective? Does it get you nearer to your vision, your goals, your business, your business visions and goals? And once you've got all those things in place, you've now got a really clear defined picture about what as a, at a high level the project is going to be. And in the case of the hiring, it was like having these things in place, knowing what the person was going to do, what values we're looking for, and, and why we're hiring this person in the first place. So once you've got that, you can then take the next step, which is about planning. And when we're running through a project, unless it's a tiny project, which is going to last a week long, but if it's something that's going to, you know, theoretically going to take a few weeks to actually get to the end, then we want to be really clear that we're not just like going on and going on, working and working and working and never seeing any results from our work because something may happen and we may get pulled away. And so what we want to do is to have deliverables at as short time intervals as possible, maybe that's a week, maybe that's two weeks, that allow us to assess where that project's up to and ideally actually get some benefit from the work that's being done. And in Agile Project Management, which is a software development project management system, they call these sprints, but these are sort of like just stepping stones towards the end goal. And if you have these clearly defined, so in week one, we're gonna do this, in week two, we're gonna do that. And it's not the tasks you're gonna do that matter, 
It's what are you going to produce at the end? So if you're like, you're going to do a, create a new software model, whatever, software program, you'd be like, oh, we only get the, 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 the basic version, the absolute minimum viable product, the prototype out there as quickly as possible, just to put it out there and say, you know, does this work? Is this, is this a worthwhile thing to keep on going through? And then you may say, okay, let's add a new feature. And that'll be the next week or the next two weeks sprint or the next section in that project. And by doing this, and creating milestones, short milestones, that allow us to assess where we're up to in the project, but also create something of value that we can use in the, in the business, even at that stage. It allows us to test things, to see, is this working? Are we on the right track? Or do we need to change the direction of where this project's going based on the feedback we're getting from the people that are using this, whether that's clients or whether that's um, you know, ourselves in the company. And you know, another great example, so when I launched the first ever version of our Systems for Outsourcing program, it was literally me, a webcam, my brain, and just me talking and you know demonstrating things live you know on on my computer saying this is how I do this this is how I do that and the structure for that or the 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 goal an initial goal I should say for for that course was do people think this is good stuff is this is this a valuable thing for people to learn and if so then I'll go ahead and do some more work into it but without that knowledge of like the absolute bare bones minimal viable product there was no point in creating a whole course and putting everything together, making it all fancy and you know, getting a course site built and all the rest of it because it could have flopped. Luckily, it didn't. And it was absolutely you know, a raving success. And, and I went on and, and uh, developed it over the past four or five years. But the point is that first ever deliverable, deliverable was get people in the room and start teaching them stuff. And it could be for a project as well. Like we do um, a lot of like we, we test out ideas all the time. It's like, OK, a new a new system for managing all of our operation manuals and keeping them updated. So we just sort of like have a go at something. And we said, this week, we're going to try this out. Does it work? Yeah, OK. Then we're going to try the next thing out and then we're going to tweak it and we're going to improve it and improve it. Same thing with the podcast. First ever thing was put, put a post out onto a Facebook group to say we've got a new podcast. Then it was, OK, create some nice thumbnails. Then it was put it onto YouTube with some editing. Then it was and the next thing we're going to do is like keyword analysis. It's like build it up as we go along. But each stage we're getting one step closer and we're actually getting something of value as we're going through. So that's all I'm going to talk about for today on project management. But just to recap, having really clearly defined goals for your project that are in line with your company values and vision and putting some time into that planning stage makes it so much easier for your team, especially to know what they should be doing next and be clear that what are the priorities that need to be done right now to reach that first little milestone, that second milestone, that third milestone, and then keep on tweaking things. Don't be so fixed in your idea. The goal is set and you're not going to move it. And the idea of this getting little incremental versions of whatever the project is that you're working towards, just working on a little bit here and adding a bit and adding a bit, allows you to test, is this working? Is it not? Let's either change direction or keep going because it's absolutely on point. So that is probably one of the best things that we've done in our company is to put more time in the planning stage and, and that allows then the team to get on with stuff without having to come back to me continually and ask me for my input. <laughs>
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Oh,